see, God created everything in the beginning through his word. He spoke, and everything that we see came into existence. Wisdom indeed is the principal thing. In this message, discover the value and importance of walking in godly wisdom and how this wisdom is essential in making important life decisions that affect the course of life. Be blessed as you join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. God is good. His mercies endure forever. Well, I said to the snow, they show snow in the forecast. I said, snow, you cannot come till after church. <laughs> Let the people of God go to church and then after that you can come. Amen. Somebody says, is that, is that strange? No, that's not strange. One time, Elijah... He just, I like how he's introduced in the Bible. First Kings chapter 17, he comes on the scene. Usually they'll say, Elijah, the son of this, the son of that. He just showed up, Elijah the Tishbite. And he goes to Ahab and he says, there's not going to be any rain except at my word. And for three years, he's locked the heavens and put the keys in his pocket. <laughs> when the time comes, God says, you have to go and speak before the rain will come. You locked it, now you go and unlock it. Well, I'm also a child of God. I can lock the heavens and I can unlock it whenever I want. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Anyway, that's not my message. That's just, that's just to whet your appetite. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, my Lord, are you ready to receive God's word this morning? Yeah. My Lord, I'm ready. You are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's welcome our online audience as well as those that are watching TV and listen on their radio. If you are in the Colorado Springs area, come and see us in person. A warm welcome awaits you here. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Last week, we talked about winning through the light of God's word. Luke chapter 5. The Bible says, So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Genesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have taught all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. God bless his word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, we talked about the fact that it's so important with the challenges, with the things that we have to deal with. It takes the word of God to be able to come out. You see, God created everything in the beginning through his word. He spoke, and everything that we see came into existence. And so, go with me also. Let's, let's, let's go back to John chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 1 from verse 1. He says, in the beginning 
was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. In the beginning was the word. Everything was made through the word of God. There is power in the word of God to totally transform our lives. Go with me also to Hebrews chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This all talk about reference Jesus, who is called the Word of God. He says, God, who at various times and in various ways, spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. Notice this. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had himself, by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on hand, upholding all things by the word of his power. If God's word is upholding all things, then that word can uphold your life. And there is power in the word of God to make those things which are not come to pass. So here in Luke chapter 5 verse 1, going back to that story, the Bible says that the multitudes were present to hear the word of God. That's what makes the difference. They were present to hear the word of God. But in the midst of it all, and in this season, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, even as you said, under the influence of the word of God this morning, prayers to hear the word of God. As you go throughout the week, make time to study, to read and study the word of God. Press in to hear the word of God. That's what makes the difference. So when Jesus Christ said, when, when he got to that point, he says, and he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their net. They were obviously not pressing in to hear the word of God. They were concerned about their empty boat. They are told all night, he, 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 they said. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught from the, 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 taught the multitude from the boat. Peter, Simon, you give me your boat. Let me use it for the work of God. Let me use it to teach these people. Peter said, if you want to have it, you can have it. <laughs> you see, so many times, you see, obedience is what makes the difference. You see, so many times you will say, what, the things that I, that, that I have in my life, what difference would it make? The, 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 I mean, the little that you have, you call it little. What, when I give it to Jesus, what difference will it make? But you have to realize that when you yield your life to God, when you yield your time to God, when you yield your finances to God, it makes a big difference. And it's the obedience that counts. So, so, and Jesus, the whole time, he has, he has his boat, he has his empty boat on his mind, but you said, he said, you give me the boat. 
and, and, and when, he had, when he had stopped speaking, verse 4, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. When he said that, he, the, the power in the word of God will, that created the fish in the beginning made those fish to come around. You see, in the natural, you will say, I mean, Peter was saying that, look, I'm an experienced fisherman. I know this sea very well. We do business around here. These fish don't come out during the day. They come out during the day. They go out, they go and sleep. Jesus, you are a rabbi. What do you know about fishing? <laughs> you just keep teaching from the boat. You can have the boat all you want, but don't talk about fishing. I know more about fishing than you do. <laughs> so many times we do that. We think we know more than God. When he says, bring, you, bring me your tithes and your offerings, you say, no, if I hold on to this, it makes much more sense because I have it all. Why should I give 10% 10 of offering? I'm left with less. But when you yield it to God and you put it into his hands, he multiplies it and brings a blessing into your life. <laughs> In John chapter 2, again, there's an interesting story. Um, there was a wedding and they ran out of wine. When they ran out of wine, Mary said to those people, whatever he says to you, do it. There is power in that word to bring it to pass. Whatever he I mean, we've run out of wine. He says, you gather the water pot and fill it with water. In our natural mind, you say, Jesus, we don't need water. We need wine. What good is water going to do? <laughs> oh, but Jesus, he always knows what he's doing. He knows what he's up to. When he gives an instruction and you obey it and do it, a miracle is the result. It is the light of God's word, the revelation and the obedience of God's word that makes all the difference. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That is the key. To fulfill it and seeing the fulfilling all that God has for your life and seeing his goodness and his mercies in your life. Simon Peter lunged out into the deep. You see, and, and he answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. So many times in life it feels that like that. You've done your very best that you can do in the natural. And it seems that you've, there is, you have nothing to show for it. You've done your, your very best. And you see, this, this are, these are fishermen. They depend on that to feed their family. So many times you get to the end of yourself. And this morning you may be here or you may be watching. And you have, you, you, I mean, you've gotten to the point where you are depressed. You've gotten to the point, where, to the point of giving up. You've gotten to the point where you say, what is what one use is... is, is it's my life. But when Jesus comes on the scene and gives you an instruction, just do it. There was a, cert there was a certain man one day. He, he was a very good um, lumber worker. He went, worked in the lumber industry. And one day, he was very competent. One day, he just went to work, and they just gave him a letter of termination. And, and he got so frustrated. He's like, wow, I'm a, I work very well around here. They even gave me, terminated me with no notice. So he became very bitter at these people and, and, and said, I'm going to start a, I'm a lumber company in revenge against these people right across from the street, just opposite them. But he didn't have the money to do it. So he, 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 got, he got very low and very down. 
And one day he came home to, 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 to come home, came home and said to, to the wife, I feel so hopeless. I feel like giving up. I feel like, I feel like dying. And the wife said, there's one thing that you haven't tried. Thank God for good wives. If it's not for good wives, some husbands will make it. <laughs> and vice versa as well. If it's not for good husbands, some wives will make it. You've been listening to Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International. At Word Mission Church International, kids' ministry is thriving. You can plug in to serve our community or even go on mission trips with the church. We are a Bible-believing church with prayer at the heart of all we do. We hold a weekly prayer meeting Wednesday at 6 p.m. and have services on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or simply let us know this message has been a blessing. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. The wife said, there's one thing that we haven't done, which is to pray. So they knelt down and said, Lord, we commit this hopeless situation into your hands. We forgive these people from the bottom of our hearts. We, 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 just, we, just, we just release it and, and let it go. You see, and you see so many times, I mean, I mean, you say, what good will it do to, to, to forgive these people? But when he did, when God says forgive, it, he means what he's saying, forgive. It, it, it helps you yourself. It, 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 stop, it prevents you from not, I, I mean, whatever is stopping the blessing from coming into your life, now the door is open to flow. He started a construction business, and the business went very well. Then he opened a, a hotel, and it also did, also did very well. And then he got that idea, this idea and began to open a chain of hotels all throughout the United States. And this person happened to be Kimon Wilson, who, owns, who started the Holiday Inn chain of hotels. It all started with, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive. God has, you see, when God, you see, you see the Bible, Jesus Christ said, offenses will come. It, that means that they are bound to come. And, 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 and so, by word to him through whom he comes. But when the offense comes, what are you going to do about it? You can make a decision, a choice to hold on to that offense, or you can say, I release and let it go. Sometimes you get even offended by, based on what you think they said and what they meant. Let it go. Let, what, you see, God's, God's laws have, have in there protection for us. The devil will try to tell you that when God says something, he, he's trying to take away from you. That's what he told Eve in the beginning. God is trying to take away from you. No, but when God tells you to do something, it's actually for your benefit, for our benefit, you and I. It's, it's for our benefit. When, when, when he says to you, young man, young lady, keep yourself pure till you marry, it's for your benefit. When he says to the husband, love your wife, it's for your benefit. When he says to the wife, submit to the husband, it's for your benefit. You say, oh, this one, this is difficult. My, uh, my wife is too difficult to love. Listen, you do your part, let her do her part, then all will be peace. <laughs> the offense will go away and it will be, it will be, it will make so many <laughs> problems will be solved just by that. 
But you see, the, God, everything that God said, I mean, Peter is standing there and he's arguing with his head. Um, this, this doesn't make sense. It, does, it, just, it doesn't add up. But when he decided to do it, notice what he said. He said, okay, if you, Jesus Christ said, let down the nets. He said, at your word, I will let down the net. That is the only net that broke, broke down that day. Jesus, I've watched all these good nets. I'm not going to go back and repeat that action again. I'm not going to get any. Don't worry about it. I'll let down one rotten net. I'll let down one weak net, and we'll see what happens. That is why later on, he, he said to Jesus, forgive me, I'm a sinner. He realized what he had done. Forgive me, I'm a sinner. I should have known better. You are Jesus. You control the fish. You control everything. At your word, they are going to come. And thanks be to God for his mercy. This morning, if you are listening, if you are watching at this time, you say, I am a sinner. You say, I, you, you, preacher, you don't know my past. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know the, the evil things that I've done. You don't know the things that I've done against God. I have come to announce to you by the word of God that when you give your life to Jesus, when you get to that place where you acknowledge who you are and what you have done, and you say, Lord, forgive me. Oh, I serve a Jesus. I serve a God who say, I forgive you and all your past I wipe it out I will make you a new creation I will let down the net and when he did he got a miracle he received a miracle oh my Lord and my God that he had to call his partners to come and help him help him out I pray in the mighty name of Jesus this morning. No matter what you are faced with, no matter what you are dealing with, by the entrance of the word of God, by the word of God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God turn your life around. May he give you a miracle. May he give you a testimony. May your sorrow turn to joy. May your morning tend to dancing. I don't care how dark bad it looks. I don't care how it looks very dark and it looks bleak and it looks like there is no way out. Oh, by the wisdom of God, by the word of God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. As you obey the word of God, as you yield your life to God, as you yield that empty life to God, in the mighty name of Jesus, my heart cry and my prayer is, may God fill it and may he take it around may he take and turn it around and in the mighty name of Jesus may you see the hand of the living may you see the hand of God in the land of the living may he turn your life around oh and like Peter may you decide and say Lord in the mighty name of Jesus I will follow you whatever you tell me to do I will do it the Bible says in Matthew's account Matthew chapter 4 verse 19 he told Simon Peter follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will make you a fisher of man. You see, your making in 
life. It's when you make that decision that you are going to follow God. Follow him and you will make you. You have been trying to make yourself and so far you have not been successful. Uh, but here comes someone on the scene. He knows everything about your life. He knows the steps you are supposed to take. So he says, follow me and I will make you. I will make you to who you are supposed to be. I will help you to fulfill the plan of God for your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, don't try to ride that boat on your own. Don't try to steer that ship on your own. You have, not, you have been training and it's not been working anyway. Ah, why don't you give him a chance? Why don't you give him an opportunity? Let him take that life and see what God will do with it. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, as you yield your life to God, in this season, as you yield your life to God, I see God taking your life and transforming it around. I don't care how wasted it is. I don't care how empty it is. Oh, I know somebody. You just make that decision. Yield it to him, and he will turn it around. If you believe that, say amen. My Lord and my God. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Number two, why do we need the light of God's word? You see, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, he talks about the fact that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and all these things. And it takes the light of the word of God to overcome them. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 130. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 119, verse 130. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I love his word. He says, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Notice what he says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. He says, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And the entrance of his word also gives light. And so when the light of God's word comes, it disarms every darkness. This is the verse that got my, 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 my father saved, my, my earthly father. He was listening to the preacher and he kept saying, God is light. God is light. Some way, somehow, he identified with it. And when they made the altar call, he went forward and got saved. And never looked backwards. God is light. God is light. There is no darkness in him at all. And there is no way darkness can set up a barricade against light and say, you can't come through. Have you ever seen, I mean, darkness, put up a barricade and say, light. You try and come through here and let's see what happens. You are not going to be able to come through. No, no. As soon as light comes, as soon as the revelation of God's word comes, every trace of darkness in your life has to come to an end. Sometimes so you may be talking to someone and you say, oh, I see. You may be studying the word of God and say, oh, I see. You are hearing God's word and say, oh, I see. All of a sudden, the light comes on. The understanding comes on. And you see the way to go. I pray in the name of Jesus, every, uh, every trace of darkness in your life, may it come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, may it come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what the Bible says in Isaiah Chapter 60 from verse 1. Isaiah 60 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 60 from verse 1. He says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. We trust this message has been timely and a blessing. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, we invite you to join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Whether it's kids' church or local or foreign missions, we know you'll fit right into our diverse church family. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or prayer request. If you said the salvation prayer, we would like to bless you with a new Bible and materials for your new walk. Stop by at any service and let us know you just got saved. If you want to partner with us to reach many more people for the gospel, simply text GIVE to 719-235-5591 to give. Learn more at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Word Mission Church International Bible-Rich Sermons Authentic Fellowship.